This is Nerd Hat. This is Nerd Hat. This is Nerd Hat. Nerds. Nerds. Hey. Put on your nerd hats. We are here in the living room of the best household. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> We're the Animaniacs. I'm kidding. I don't know why, but your 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 voice really reminded me of that doctor from that old cartoon uh, show. Oh uh, wait, um, you talking about the Disney one, like the? No, it was Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Hmm. Animaniacs. Oh well, from Animaniacs. Okay, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. I don't remember his name. I don't either. I was thinking more of Christoph Waltz. It's like, hello, Mr. Bond. Hello. I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just here for the ride. So you'll need to. <laughs> We're testing out a new microphone setup, sitting on a couch. Is the microphone sitting on the couch, or are we sitting on the couch? <laughs> We're sitting on the couch. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, this is our first time recording in our living room on a couch. Where we got double audio set up just in case. Uh, we'll eventually get video one of these days. Uh, but yeah, we're here, second episode, season five, and Will, this is your baby, so what are we covering this week? Welcome to Japan, John. I'm kidding. I wanted to start out with that, but uh, I really like saying put on your nerd hats. <laughs> put on your nerd hats. Anyway, so we're going to cover Godzilla Minus One today. Uh, this movie came out, I in Amer- I think it came out in America last fall, I'm not sure, mm. sometime last year. Two, three weeks ago, actually. Two, three? Okay, well, it, it hasn't a, been that long then. probably came out in Japan, if I had to guess, <laughs> quite a bit earlier. Yeah, I, I was uh, just on the Wikipedia page, and unfortunately did not have a, an American, North American release date on the Wikipedia page, but it just had a Japanese release date. Yeah, yeah, it came out, at least it was available in our theater, our local theaters, two or three weeks ago. Okay. And by the way, we, we do have a fourth fourth co-host here with us, <laughs> so you'll hear her probably throughout the course of this brief podcast. <laughs> she wants her, to share her thoughts. Yeah. And her feelings. What do you, what do you think? What do you think, kiddo? You want to you wanna see Godzilla? You gonna go to the theater with us and go see it? You wanna be traumatized? You wanna be traumatized? <laughs> That'd be your first theater experience. Trauma. <laughs> the trauma. I don't know. I think we should start her out with uh, a Revenge of Godzilla that uh, all about uh, Baby Manila and the dream of the five-year-old kid of Monstrous. Like Manila, the Philippines, Manila. No, Manila, the bubble-blowing Godzilla baby. Wow. (laughs) Say no more. I want to go see it right now. (laughs) Let's do it. It's a story about anti-bullying. Okay. Okay. I think it was made in the 60s. Interesting. So, before we get too deep into the movie here, Laura, you you said you wanted to talk about your experience with Godzilla, if any, and yeah. your thoughts on Godzilla as a character, movie, franchise, etc. If our daughter will let you. So, I've, I've seen things. I've watched movies. Same um, thing. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um, my basic remembrance of what Godzilla is, there's a monster, big, big-ass monster, in a city, the end. <laughs> and and I and I just I don't know it. I'm just really not interested. <laughs> no, I I'd love again. I'd loved I would love to be swayed the other way of being interested. I'm just really not. It's just what. What more can you possibly do? I mean, like, this is the basic premise is big monster and he, he smushes things with his feet. Prepared to be swayed. Prepared for I am prepared. 
That's it. That's what I wanted to share. There you go. Go, have, Will. Have you seen Have you seen any of the Godzilla movies? Yes, I have. You have. Yes. The Japanese the ones. All American ones. Or? Yes. But yeah. Same. Well. Same, well, same here. This was yeah. my first experience seeing a Japanese Godzilla movie, which is kind of a shame, but but true. Well, I own and have seen almost every Godzilla film ever made. Oh my goodness. All thirty-seven. I missed Shin Godzilla. I think that was the only one I missed, uh, other than some Netflix outings, uh, which I think were animated. But as far as I know, the theatrical live-action ones, I've seen all of those except Shin Godzilla as far as I can remember. There's 37? Yes. This is, yeah, this is number 37. That includes the American films. But why is why is it good? Why why was someone <laughs> inspired? Yeah, why for thirty seven times someone put effort into it? So I just I don't understand. Well, I want to explain something. Um, the heart of the let, let me back up. the The American movies are are big action films, right? They're all about yeah. the, the monster fights and the destruction and the explosions. Yes. But I want to tell you the heart of the Japanese Godzilla films is the people, the protagonists. Okay, okay, better. Uh, we get to explore their lives. Uh, the film that we're about to review is a prime example of good writing. All right. Uh, not every Godzilla film has been this emotion, emotional and deep. But they do always center around uh, the human protagonists. Okay. Uh, the Japanese Godzilla films, that is. Uh, Godzilla is usually relegated to... Um, he's the natural disaster that brings the characters together that the characters have to overcome. Uh, so I think that might be a, one of the big reasons. I mean, kids love Godzilla, but the adults, I think, really appreciate the uh, human drama of the Japanese films. That's my, my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Okay. This is already way better than Aquaman? Yes. Yes. Way better. Yeah. I, I do have to say, this, this film... Will and I just went to see it last night. Uh, we're continuing our trend of he and I seeing the movie and Laura not seeing it. And we're trying to convince her to go see it. <laughs> um, it's, it's worth it. I'd see it a second time. Okay. I would too. Um, yeah, this is like my initial nerd hat rating. My first gut instinct was for. Uh, I, th- I think we might need to pause for a brief res- <laughs> intermission. All right, nerds, we're back. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> so this is like, what, four days later? <laughs> it was a long break. She cried the whole time. Uh, yeah. Baby did, I mean. It's been a long four days. Will cried a little bit, too. He did, I did. yeah. And then, he, <laughs> then he ran away, <laughs> sucking his thumb. No. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I had butt teeth. <laughs> yeah, so we, we, uh, we decided to record in the evening. And uh, this was the the first evening that worked well with our schedules. So we're like three or four days later. So in between the first segment and this segment, time has passed. What movie did we watch again? Superman. (laughs) Oh, okay. Wait, no, that's Star Wars. (laughs) Same same composer. So I can't remember the I can't remember the Superman thing. Sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm still. Hi, everyone. I'm still learning how to. Listen and not talk when others are talking. <laughs> and that's not to point a finger at anyone. I'm pointing the finger at me. That's right. And uh, yeah. Anyway, talk about Godzilla minus one. And we just saw the trailer as we took a took a little took a little break sees. And it looks like every Godzilla movie I've seen so far, which hasn't been many, but I don't know. I don't know. Still not impressed, but I'm hopeful. So what? I can't. I was trying to remember what we said in the first segment. Uh, did we talk about the first one you saw? Like, 
was it the one with Matt Damon? Not Matt Damon. Oh gosh, Matt, Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. Yes, that was the no. one. That's the one. Okay, that's that's <laughs> that's what I've seen. But like all of the um, the the previews, the, the the trailers look the same. The trailers just look the that's same. That's because they're they're always going to focus on Godzilla. I know. In it's the just uh, yeah. I guess because it's just been done so many times, I've just lost interest. Um, and then what doesn't uh, was it Cloverfield? Was kind of Godzilla E. Yeah, I guess you call. They were in the call, city. You could call that an, uh, an alien was, kaiju, I guess, or an American yeah. kaiju. It was a Godzilla meets Blair Witch Project. Yeah, so it was like everyone's <laughs> yep. running around and breathing a lot, and they're dirty, <laughs> and it's dark, and this sh- camera's shaky. Oh no! Yeah, and it's just like, oh, where are Giant we? Giant lizard. Did we get every? Did, 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 oh no! One of our friends is missing. And then they can't find them, and then the, yeah, it's just it's just all it's been done so before. You're, so you're comparing that to Godzilla. Is that your expectation for all yes. monster movies? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I, I yeah 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 with the the monster parts themselves, like there's only there's only so much you can do and. And I don't think they reinvented the wheel with this one in terms of the Godzilla action itself. Like I didn't see no, anything. No. I didn't see anything new. Um, so it, it was the human element and the human story mm-hmm. is where I mean, this, for at least for me, this one definitely yeah. di- differed from other Godzilla movies I had seen. That's what would interest me if I actually try to go see it. I'd be like, okay, yeah, what what are people's stories? That's what's so great about Japanese Godzilla films, mm-hmm. um, and, and what has been somewhat lacking in the American Godzilla films. Uh-huh. But instead of telling you about it, we'll tell you about it because <laughs> Great. we can't show you anything on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Why is it called Minus One? I still don't know. Do you know? <laughs> I, I got, I got a, this. They kind of hinted at it in the trailer of like, Japan, Japan is in such bad shape that it's, it's less than zero. It's, it's, it's minus one, which, I'm, which is sense. still a little vague. I don't yeah. know. Will's gonna look it up. <laughs> well, it's on the wiki. It's on the Wikipedia page. Oh, is it? I'm on IMDb. Because uh, uh, I know I'm not gonna get all the the uh, character names correct. This episode of Nerd Hat is brought to you by Spice World. <laughs> you mean the. Um, the Spice Girls movie in yes. the 90s? No. <laughs> World. Yeah, it wasn't Spice there. Spice World. Was it really called Spice World? Yes. Oh, I didn't my, know that. <laughs> my, my gay little it's brother not, was all it's about not, Spice not World a, in the 90s. Nope. <laughs> not a sponsor. Nope. <laughs> nope. Neither is David Beckham. Not yet. Isn't that funny that David Beckham married one of the Spice Girls? That's, I just think about it every morning when I wake up. <laughs> Like, well, I didn't know this. This is Beckham, was it Posh Spice, I think? I don't, which I don't know her actual name right now. Can't think of it. I was not a Spice Girls fan back in the day. So, guys. Yeah. Why should I say this? Why? Well, uh, let's, let's skip over why it's called Minus One. It's yeah, somewhere sure. buried on the Wikipedia page. Apparently, it was inspired by some other movie with a similar title. But... Um, well, here's here's a question. Do you um do you care at all for World War Two movies? Or I post, do. Or post World War Two movies? You I know, absolutely like, do. And I wonder. I've wondered that about myself. Why is that such an interesting thing? Like, why? Why? Why does that interest people? It's like post World War or during the World War Two. It's like so it's, it's time of great conflict, I guess, I in guess, recent yeah. history. Yeah. Anyway, but, but yes, I do. I do enjoy that. Keep going. Here's something interesting. The Wikipedia page says that the Miyazaki films is one of the, the influences for Godzilla Minus One. Huh. Which makes sense to me, because particularly the four male protagonists, or the four main male characters, um, the team, if you will, that, that eventually gets together yes. to to um, fight Godzilla, They the way they interact with one another, and even down to like their physical acting and interactions reminded me a, a lot of the Miyazaki characters and a, anime in general but but in particular Miyazaki like oh. there was something about the rapport that that the guys had 
um, that was really enjoyable and it reminded me of, of anime. Hmm. Um, so that make that makes sense to me. Um, you could see some of the anime influences, which I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. Like if those were being done in live action already, and oh. then anime kind of mimicked it, or if it's been the other way, probably back and forth, I would imagine over the years has been cross influence, cross pollination. So you you said it it being a post World War themed. Yeah. So it so the setting is. Um, Have an interesting birthday party theme. Yeah. Oh. Happy birthday to me. It's post World War theme. Yeah. The setting is like it, it, well, it starts the opening scene. I think is like what, like literally right at the end of World War Two. Like, yeah. Um, the main the main male the protagonist Koichi Shikishima um, is a kamikaze pilot who has run from his duty oh, okay. and he lands yeah. on an island where they do maintenance on kamikaze planes specifically <clears throat> to prepare them for their suicide missions um, but he's just trying to escape and um, they can kind of see the writing on the wall too I think right because yeah. I was like yeah the war is probably going to end soon they, and interestingly they, they don't reference whether the big bombs have been dropped yet at that point obviously in the interim somewhere they they do get dropped but they they never make a direct reference to that um, but it's right at the end of world war ii and while he's on that island he along with the mechanics who were there encounter godzilla but a much smaller still still huge okay but more the size of like a maybe a spinosaurus or something from jurassic yeah. Park three kind of more that size why was he there uh he lives in the waters around Odo Island. Oh, okay. Uh, it's similar to previous Godzilla films where Godzillasaurus, that's what they actually call him in, the, in previous movies in the state, lived in the waters around the test islands where they tested nuclear bombs. So That's a redundant name. Big Lizard Lizard. Big Lizard Lizard. Godzillasaurus. It's like Panera Bread. Panera Bread. It's redundant. Why was he small? And why? Why? How? What happened? Well, yeah, well, in the in all the Godzilla incarnations, Godzilla is usually maybe not in the American films, but he's usually a mutated dinosaur who grows like part of the way through the movie. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, um, that's a part of his mutation. That he he it becomes enlarged in size. Yeah, the and there's just one. In this, well, in this film, in this film, there's, there's other one. in the in the broader world. There's other creatures, which you've okay. seen some of them in the American versions, I think. Okay. Other creatures that also um, big ass animals got mutated, but <laughs> what they um, they show it very briefly, maybe because it's been done many times before. I having not seen the other Japanese films that. I don't know, but like they only show very briefly the nuclear test that the U.S. did on bikini, the Bikini Atoll and like the Marshall Islands. Yeah. I heard Bikini Atoll. <laughs> bikini Atoll. It's the name of an island for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. All right. Um, the Bikini Islands. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know if they look, I don't know if they look like a bikini from the sky or what. I don't know. Um, or maybe that's where the term bikini came from. From the island. I think so. I think I think that's how that the happened. islands came first, maybe. I'm just yes. learning so much. But anyway, the nuclear test by the U.S. mutated. the The implication is there's a radiation mutated Godzilla. 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 Here's a fun note. Mm -hmm. The reason why SpongeBob SquarePants town is Bikini Bottom is because it's located under the Bikini Atoll Island. Hey. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Bikini. Swimwear. <laughs> um, so, why so, is the fact that it's so yes, bikini came first. The fact that it's post World War is that does that tie in with the story of Godzilla or like is it just a yes? Okay, how? This is a remake of the first Godzilla film from the 1950s. Godzilla in his original incarnation before he became different things like a children's hero. Um, 
He was originally a allegory to the dangers of nuclear testing and the, the atom bomb. Uh, he is a walking natural disaster. Uh, so he he is supposed to be an incarnation of um, what World War Two did to Japan. Huh. Uh, he he's an allegory. Yeah, that and that that totally makes sense. Like, and that I think for me having this being my first, which I'm, I'm kind of glad. I mean, it maybe would have been better if I'd seen the original first, but I'm glad that of the newer ones, this was the one I saw first. Yes, it's a remake. So it goes back. Basically, it's like his origin story, you know, in a sense, right? Like it goes oh, all, yeah. the, all the way back to the very beginning. Oh, the, oh definitely. This with is his mutations. Definitely Godzilla's origin story here. But yeah, like that. Well, it was really cool after having only seen American versions. For me, like seeing it done by Japanese people and, and seeing their own, having never seen other than Grave of the Fireflies, which is so depressing. But that's such a contained personal story. Yeah. You don't. You don't get as, like maybe some of the broader, perspective that the Japanese people might have on World War Two and the aftermath, mm. and even on their own, culture and why they got into the war, things like that. And throughout the course of this film, you get to you get to see a Japanese modern Japanese perspective, but a Japanese perspective on World War Two and their actions, like. So it was interesting seeing that, like on the one hand, they they show, just like we would in our American war films, like they show soldiers um, doing heroic things, and they're not in the war itself because it's this takes place afterwards. But how, how being long hero- heroic, but they also reckon with some of the the um, the devaluing of life that was um, uh. that the, the government. You know, in particular in Japan, just the people of Japan went along with, and the government perpetrated at the time. Like they valued life too cheaply, and even having like kamikaze pilots, for instance, is just so. That's something that is addressed in the film, and I thought that was mm. really, really cool and really interesting to see a modern Japanese perspective on what happened back then. Yeah. Um, how How soon after the the war is, does this take place? Immediately. Immediately. And it, and it takes and it and it goes over, was it three or four years? Like is it maybe up to like a, like about a four year it covers about a four year period total of the movie. Um, yeah, the initial the first act, first two acts or the first act I guess you might say like the intro and then the first act takes place like right at the end of World War Two. Um, and then it kind of zoom forward about what four years roughly um, um well, well how, how old do you think the little girl was I think that her age is a good tell of, of uh we're, we're jumping in the plot a little bit I don't think we told you about no the please story yet. please do yeah do you, do you want to do it? uh do you think she was four or three three or four because she was okay. walking around and she was talking okay. so yeah probably maybe three it might have been three well, um, too small. So you have, well, I've got the names pulled up here. Yeah, I um, don't remember the names right now. Um, but little girl, three or four. What was when, she doing? What's the our main character's name again? So you have Koichi, and then he encounters Noriko. Shikishima. They usually call him Shikishima in the film, but yes, oh, yeah. Koichi Shikishima. That's right. Because of the military, um, I guess. And Noriko. Um, so, yes, they called him by his, his family name, Shikishima. Uh, so when, when Koichi Shikishima returns home to Japan, to Tokyo, he finds that his parents died in the, to- the, the air raids on Tokyo. Um, yeah, which he feels guilt for yes. because he... And I know this ties into like Bushido and kind of the dis- kind of the carrying on of some elements yeah. of Bushido, right? The, the shame for not, or when you, it's like a weird. He did not die honorably. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. Like he didn't, he didn't fulfill his duty. You know, he feels guilty about that, and he feels like his parents dying is partially his fault because he didn't 
follow through with his, even though that probably wouldn't have made a difference. No, it's revealed during the film yeah. that his father wrote him a letter and ordered him to live. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that may have been a part of his reasons. Was his father or his mother? His, his father, I believe. So One of his he parents. bumps into this little girl? Uh, what happens is that a lot of people died during the air raids over Tokyo, and he meets a street thief who hands him a little girl as she runs away. Oh. Yeah, she's a baby at the a time. And later, um, he bumps into the street thief again and gives her the baby back, and uh, she follows him home to the burnt wreckage that is his parents' home um, and won't leave him alone, and they form a surrogate... Is that the right word? Family, surrogate family, kind of a yeah, kind of a makeshift family where yeah. like this. Yeah, I th- makeshift. Family of what? Who, who's part of that? Well, he they basically settle into like she ends up living there in what's left of his family's house with him, and together they care for the child. Who's together? It? Who's together? Um, so Noriko. Noriko. Oh, okay. And Koichi. Um, and we find that the child is not hers, like right. someone else as she was going through the city. Did you, did you explain that? I, I might have missed no, it. No, no. Um, someone else was, the mother was dying and oh. begged her to take her child, so she took her. So there's two kids? No. No, just one, one girl. Okay. And then Noriko and Koichi then proceed to, to raise her together. Okay. And so then we fast forward three years. And like he's been, he's been working for the most part. She's been doing the kind of stay at home. Three years after the war. Yes, three yes. years after the war. Uh, he got a very dangerous but very lucrative job, getting rid of mines in the ocean that oh. were left there by both sides of the Dang. Allied forces and the Japanese. Is that a real job? I'm, I'm assuming some peop- people people probably so. had to do that back Ugh. then. And they do it in a little wooden ship because the yeah. there were some mines that the U.S. laid that were magnetic. Ugh. Yeah. So little girl, makeshift family. Three years later. And and um, there's this neighbor who is angry at Koichi because her I'm assuming adult sons all died as kamikaze. Did they burn no. the fire, or was it kamikaze? No, she, I must, her, must have her kids, that. her kids died in the bombings. Okay. Um, Do you think they were young kids, or? I well, they were still at home, so they were probably, probably relatively like she didn't look super old, so maybe they were like maybe preteen age or like. Yeah. Um, from what I, I think it was implied they were still living at home with her, okay. and then that they died in the the raids, and because he, she's initially angry at him. He's like, hey. You didn't, you know, how dare you show your face here? Yeah, you're, you're right. Like, you, okay. You know, you're a kamikaze pilot. You were supposed to, mm. you know, so initially, she, initially, that's her response to him. And she, she's important because she becomes like a nanny to the little girl. Oh. Yeah. Um, Sumiko is, is her name. Sumiko Oka. So that's why I mentioned her. And thank you for correcting me. I was confused during the film about the age of her children and exactly how they died. But, um,. When does... No, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. I need to be redirected. No, no, no. I was going to ask, when does Godzilla come into... Like, when when do we see him? Well... And is it a him? Yes. Unless you're watching the Matthew Broderick film. I think they use a a male pronoun when they refer to him. But, you know, it's not like they ever checked under his skirt as Ian Okay, well, so so he's a cross-dresser. It's like... But, but how do you know? Did, did you go into the park and lift up their skirts? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. But how do you know they're all female? <laughs> okay. That's my best Jeff Golden impression. So, <laughs> so how, when does it come in? Well, quite. it takes quite a long time for Godzilla to come back into the picture. Come back? Yes. Uh, he, he's, he's on Odo Island. He kills the mechanics. Okay. 
as the little Godzilla source or whatever we want to call him. Right. Um, yeah, in fairness, they attacked him first. Yes. Um, and then he just, in a sense, defended himself. Basically. Team Godzilla, right here. <laughs> so we we just followed these human protagonists for a good long while before Godzilla comes back into the picture. Uh, we start hearing about ships being sunk and whatnot, and the little wooden boat team gets sent out in the middle of nowhere to check on some wreckage of a huge ship, and they don't know why they're there. And hmm. uh, the well, professor eventually yeah, one guy admits knows. he knows. Yeah, he knows. Oh. Yeah. They're, they're there to figure out what's sinking these ships and to kind of uh, well, think... detain it until... Yeah. Uh, this historical uh, World War Two ship leaves, what, Singapore and comes back to Japan? I don't know. There's some old destroyers that, yeah, I mean, not that, old, not that old, obviously, but like from, they were used in World War Two, and they, well, brand bringing, new back then, but. Yeah, they're still pretty new, obviously, they're not, um, but they're bringing them back to try, because they know Godzilla's coming, I guess, at this point. Yeah. The government knows, and they're. But they send this little fishing boat that's been disposing of the mines to try and slow him down a little bit and until until the bigger ships can get there. Okay, they're sending a raft to go yes. get, <laughs> get, get slow down the big lizard. Which they're they're actually yeah, successful. Yeah, go, go slow him down. They're how successful they, in slowing him down. How are they successful? They they run like heck. What is and that? But how? Well, no, what? they 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 end up using so they end up. Spoiler warnings, by the way, for Please. those of you that haven't seen this. Spo- spoil it all. Um, they end up using, they get a couple of the mines and put them in the boat and they have a little crane that they can lift it over the edge. So as they're being chased by Godzilla, they oh. they drop a mine down and the first one hits him, explodes, doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Is this when he's bigger too? Yes. Yeah. He's huge at this how, point. How was he bigger? Why? Because science fiction states that <laughs> nuclear radiation causes things to grow gigantor. Oh, okay, so that's why it's like, he's bigger. Or it's like the Hulk and gamma radiation, you know, it's like... Yeah. It's like, yeah. All right, so he's a big boy chasing after the raft, and he gets hit in the face like with an alligator. Yes. Basically, yeah, they, they managed to land one of the mines in his mouth, and then Koichi who's a very good marksman, shoots it and, and it explodes and like blows oh. up part of his face. Wow. Oh, fun. But it regenerates fairly quickly. So they that, only... What? That, that is something new for Godzilla. The not, regeneration? Yeah. yeah not that I didn't he think regenerates, that but... That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's... Uh, uh, it, the, he, he does have the ability to regenerate in the Japanese films, but this is the first time we actually saw him regenerate his face mm-hmm. during something. The... Uh, so that's new. That's new. Yeah, but they they do they succeed in in slowing him down. But obviously they're about to get eaten, and just in time the the four it was okay. the four destroyers or whatever or destroyer yeah. type ships um, arrive on the scene, arrive and okay. start shooting him with massive guns and stuff. And um, they're not able to kill him, but they I think they at least send him running initially. I think maybe. Doesn't he? He destroys a couple of the ships, though, I want to say. In that, isn't in that scene, I think he destroys a couple of them, uh, I want to say. Pretty much what happens is that he goes under the water to evade their fire, and then he uses his atomic nuclear breath right. from underneath the ship to destroy it. So and the can... people in the wood boat are just kind of like, say it. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know how to say it in Japanese. Um, so, okay. Shiitake mushrooms. Well, he, like, this is one of his, and this is, I think this is in the American films too, like, if I'm not mistaken, but, like, you'll see the, the plates on his back start to light up, you know, and then he shoots out, like, nuclear breath, basically, you know, like a, okay. like a dragon would shoot fire, but it's a, like a nuclear blast, All almost, right. like a small nuclear blast, and it complete with, like, the, almost like a mushroom cloud explosion, like, so and that was new. Why like is that. he? Yeah, that was that was. Effective. So, this, do they explain why he is swimming away from Bikini Island and 
and going after these boats like isn't that kind of abnormal for is that like regular behavior for him like what why uh yeah like why is he coming to tokyo yeah that's like, a good question i know the answer what the hell man i know the answer well this movie does not tell us why he's coming to japan but all the old movies the reason why he's coming to japan is because nuclear power plants and he feeds on nuclear okay. radiation. Oh, that's I see. Okay. Uh, it's his new diet. New diet from he, what? He needs to continue feeding on nuclear radiation. And that's a part of the allegory of the original Aww. Godzilla films. It's like we're still playing around with this power. Ooh. Yeah. It's potentially destructive. Connection. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know if nuclear power plants existed in 1948. I'm trying to think. Honestly, well, it could have been a developing thing. Yeah. That wasn't introduced maybe they were, to later. Maybe they were messing around, messing around with it. So he does. They go eventually. They eventually go on land. With him, does he go? What? what like, does he? Some some of the movies have Godzilla feeding on electrical power plants instead of nuclear. He goes to. Yeah, he does eventually go on a rampage. But yeah, something like that. But not, but not in Tokyo, at least not in this film. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the city that he um, that he attacks, but it's a um, yeah, it's not it's not Tokyo. He eventually comes to Tokyo does later, he? I think, doesn't he? Hmm. He he goes into Tokyo, then go back out into the water. Yeah, you might be right. Ginza, okay, Ginza, yeah, Ginza. is the first the first city. It's a coastal city. Um, where Noriko, the, um, like she works there. And, yeah, she, um, she eventually got a job to pull her own weight, she says. Well, after three years, three like, year after three years. No, the would-be wife. Oh. Yeah, after three years, they're, they're kind of operating as a, as a couple in a lot of ways, but they, they, they haven't made their relationship romantic. Mm -hmm. Um, they haven't gotten married, like. And and you find out through conversations with Koichi and and his um, his friends like his other team boatmates uh, Seiji, Akitsu, and let's see, I'm not seeing the other guys here. Anyway, he has he has a uh, three teammates, if you will, and um, I think she, I think she, Kenji was Kenji the professor. I want to say Kenji Noda. The name. They don't show pictures here, so I'm... Anyway, they, he has a team of four. Like One of them was a technician in the war, an engineer that helped to develop weapons. And, um, and he's now involved in trying to get rid of the mines, and then he's, he leads the way uh, in a civilian effort to try and fight Godzilla, basically. Okay. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> um, I forgot where I was going with that. Oh, yeah, Koichi and Noriko, like, his friends come to dinner one night, and they're like, they're surprised that he's not, that they're not married. You know, they're raising this kid mm -hmm. together, and I think that the general, the general um, explanation that you get is that Koichi just doesn't feel worthy, and he's he's afraid, and he doesn't feel worthy. He still has a lot of shame. But wouldn't that, that be a wouldn't that be a shameful thing back back then? Like to Them living together? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, huh. I don't know enough about Japanese culture at that time. Yeah. To say, I would, I would think there might be some element of that, but I, but I don't know. Mm. Uh, yes, probably. What I do know is that kissing in public was thought to be inappropriate. Uh, so I imagine that living together might be seen as inappropriate as well. But I don't know. Like Richard, I don't know Japanese culture that well. Yeah, they... Um, but yeah, they encourage him. This is ob I think it seems obvious to them that he cares for her and, and she cares for him. Mm -hmm. So like, why haven't you married her? Do they get together? I mean, <laughs> do they get Wait. do they get more together at the end? Well, let's not jump that far <laughs> to the film. I yeah. want to jump. Wanna, do you want to jump? Well, wanna, how much time do we have? Um, I was hmm. gonna ask some like, how does it end questions, but yeah, I, we're gonna get there. But I want to get there now, Will. That's a good question. I want to know, Will. Noriko dies. Serious? Or does she? Oh, I thought that was the man. She gets swept. Oops. Noriko is the woman. She gets swept away by uh, an air blast from the Godzilla's nuclear. That was my phone. 
if you're wondering what that no, means. No, 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 no. Keep, I was she, picking she the gets swept away by the wind, or I don't know how to explain it. Like he's um, so when he attacks the first, the coastal city, Ginza, um, Koichi, you know, runs there to try and rescue her because he hears about it first, and he he runs there to try and rescue her. And um, in the in the course of the, the like, he's um, getting ready to do one of his nuclear fire blasts, basically. Godzilla. And, yeah, they're they're in the city, and they and she pushes Koichi into an alley out of the way of the blast, and she herself gets. Ooh. We see her get, you know, blown, you know, blown off. And oh, to who knows where by okay. the blast, and he can't find her afterwards, so he assumes she's dead. Okay. As I did too. Like I, I thought, well, she dead. Oh, so she's not they don't, dead. They didn't show her body. Yeah, but we thought she was dead, or I thought she was dead. Impact, it wouldn't impact you nearly as much if we okay. told you she was alive. Then went back and said, but it looked like she died. <laughs> but no, right. That makes sense. <laughs> I wanted to see your reaction oh. when I told you she died. So. Oh, okay. Well, I was sad. Now I am less so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they they let you feel the emotional weight of it, and and for me at least, it it worked. It was effective. They pulled off the surprise, you know, because I did not expect her to have survived. Because enough people had already died in the course of the thing. I was like, I was like, and it was there was enough sadness in the movie as well. I was like, I could see them doing this, like, killing, <laughs> killing, killing yeah. off her character, and now but he's like a so single parent. I didn't. What see happens them to the little girl back. during this time? Like, is she? Is she um, what, what is she doing? Uh, well, while would-be husband Koichi decides to fulfill his mission as a kamikaze pilot by flying his plane straight into Godzilla's face, oh. uh, he gives the little girl over to the nanny next door to raise. Oh, okay. Yeah, he gives him what money he had, had saved, you know, to Sumiko. And, yeah, and like Will said, he's initially planning, because they're... This civilian-led effort, which has a lot of former Navy and Arm- Navy people as well involved, like they've hatched a plan to try and kill Godzilla, okay. you know, and and so he being for some reason one of the only pilots available, I don't know if it's because everyone else literally killed themselves as kamikazes or, or what, but in, at least in that area, you know, he's like the only pilot, apparently. okay, um, or at least that's connected to the plan. So they but they managed to find a plane and. He, he gets the only mechanic who survived from the the initial attack at the very beginning of the movie. Um, who fights Koichi's guts? Yeah, he, he's very angry. He what? He, he, blame, he blames Koichi for the deaths because, like, Koichi ran to his plane during the very first scene. That's rude. To uh, to shoot, well, to shoot Godzilla, he was you know, and then he he froze up. Oh. And didn't shoot him, and then the other guys started shooting, and then all of them got killed except oh. except for Ta- Sosako, Sosako Tachibana. Uh, he is the only one that survives, and he's like a master mechanic. In Koichi's defense, had he shot at Godzilla, it would have been a really short film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he would have gotten stepped on. And... Yeah, he had a more powerful gun. The other guys just had like rifles and stuff. I could be just wrong, but pretty much just an annoyance. Yeah, probably, probably would st- still wouldn't have killed Godzilla, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't know. Would have, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say because he wasn't his atomic self at that point. Yeah. Um, but it might have given the other guys a chance to, or wherever they have gone. I mean, this was an island. It's not like yeah. going to go anywhere. Um, How does Godzilla die, and does he die? Should we? I don't. I mean, this just came out. Is, is this? Is yeah. Well, we, mean? I mean, this is part we'll of course with our podcast. Part. We we He's tell people like ruin pretty, things always, for people. Oh yeah, we always you. spoil stuff. And okay. People, if they listen to our podcast, they know. Okay. It's like yeah. Okay. You're gonna get spoiled. So if you don't want to be spoiled, mm-hmm. go watch it first and then come back. Okay. Um. So how does how does Godzilla get eliminated if he does? Well, um, in the original movie, they you. The professor uses a hydrogen bomb that eats away his flesh. In this film, uh, we sink him with Freon and then push him back up with inflatables. 
I don't know <laughs> why. Why explain the first chemical reaction? I don't understand. Well, they're trying to screw Godzilla up by making him sink to the bottom of the ocean too fast, and then raise him up too fast, disorient him, and cause him to not be able to. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh. Well, they're 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 hoping that the the rapid change in pressure. You know, rapid pressurization, just as it would yeah. a, a human or other animals, would kill him. You know, so they the freon bubbles that the way they oh, explain okay. it, they create a bunch of freon bubbles, which, which for some reason, I forget how they explain it exactly, but it makes him sink rapidly in the water, like, and um, and then they had a backup plan. Like if that didn't work, they have this massive inflatable that will then cause him to rise too quickly. Which I know with human divers, like you get the bends and it can kill you. What's like, the bends? Like oxygen, oxygen gets into your bloodstream and like it's very painful apparently too. Huh. But the rapid depressurization can kill you, and they're hoping that that will kill Godzilla. Does it? it no, it it hurts him. Yeah. Like, he's definitely injured by it, but it doesn't kill him. So, I think. If I saw it correctly in the film, the Freon actually froze him somewhat. Uh, and when our kamikaze pilot Koichi flies his plane into Godzilla's face, uh, into his mouth, uh, his plane loaded with bombs. Uh, when it explodes, Godzilla falls apart like an ice cube. Uh, oh. Breaking apart like a glacier or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, essentially, like Koichi, and this was, he was like Plan C, but he he himself decided on Plan C. I don't know that anybody else other no. than the mechanic was was privy to his plan, but they had a bunch of like Will was saying, a bunch of bombs in the plane, and um, and originally you know he was planning to kamikaze it, you know, like as like a completion. One of the questions that um, Noriko asks him, and that comes up, you know, something he talks about is like his war is not over yet. He's still fighting his war, hmm. and this is like he views it as the end. But we find out, but the mechanic, which apparently I found out, like, and this is another way that I guess the Japanese government and the military devalued life. They talk about like. Um, none of the planes had ejection seats, even though the te- <gasps> even though the technology oh. they would not they did not allow their pilots what? to eject. What? Oh come on! But the mechanic um, uh, installs one for Koichi, so you know right before, uh, which no one else knows until they see his parachute, but like right before it impact, he ejects. Hmm. But yeah, he basically blows Godzilla's head off. Like, and um, and then the body, like, like you said, like kind of falls apart yeah. and sinks into the ocean. Now, should we skip ahead to whether or not Godzilla is really dead, or should we? Yes, we should. Yeah, they they do a cutscene. A what? Um, okay, that's yeah, not at fair. The end, and, uh, to what? A cutscene. And they show what? what's left of his body going down, but then you see it start to, I guess, regenerate. Oh my yeah. god. You see, in the old Japanese Godzilla films, uh, originally in the second Godzilla film, it was a new Godzilla, but they retconned that eventually to say that when Godzilla was killed in the very first film, uh, his heart survived and that he can regenerate his entire body even if his heart survives. Mm -hmm. And we saw this in, I believe, Godzilla, the movie titled Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, there's a cutscene at the end of that film where he regenerates from his oh heart goodness. too. Oh my goodness! So this isn't a new thing. <laughs> Dang <Okay>. it! <laughs> yeah, well, I guess Dang they, it. they've made this is the what thirty-third Japanese Godzilla film. Thirty-seven. There's 37. maybe thirty-second. Well, that was the American films. Oh, no, okay. well, yeah, there was thirty-seven total, which includes I what see. five American films at this point, four or five. One, two, three, four, I guess. Four American films. Godzilla 2000? Was that American? Or was that Japanese? No, no. Godzilla 2000 is Japanese. Japanese, okay. So there's been four, I think four American films. You had the Matt, Matt Damon. I keep wanting to say Matt Damon. 
Matthew Broderick one from 90, 1998 or whatever it was. And then, we call and that then, one the, and the more recent MonsterVerse series, which I think has had three Godzilla films with the fourth one coming out. Soon. Yeah. So soon to be five American Godzilla films. Um, but yeah, but they're wanting to continue making more. <laughs> but I guess they're going to continue on this particular storyline because they, they left it open for a sequel. Okay. So I guess they're restarting and going back to yeah. the 40s and 50s. Yeah, the uh, creator of this film has stated that if he does a sequel, he wants to continue the story of Koichi and Noriko. The original Japanese, most of the Japanese films, whenever there's a sequel, I mean, they were all in the same continuity, but we would always focus on a new pair of human protagonists with their own unique story in every single film. Uh, so it's going to be a treat to see the same returning human protagonists. I think, anyway. I really enjoyed their story. Yeah, and, and they give a little hint, which we'll know more about this, um, a little hint that Noriko has been changed by by getting blasted. You know, oh! And now she... So she, at least yeah. you, were, you were kind of speculating about what that might, what character she might become. Or, I mean, she might be something completely different, but, but like, they, they give a hint, right? Yeah, we talked about this after we watched the film. There, there was some sort of black spot on her neck, maybe maybe a spider vein or something on her it neck. It's like that a we growing, it almost looked like a tattoo, but it was like it was growing or pulsating yeah. or something. And we get, they talked earlier in the film, they talked about, uh, clearing the Ginza area and trying to find DNA debris of, of the monster and cleaning that up. Mm-hmm. So uh, I speculated maybe that's why Noriko survived, that she had somehow been contaminated by Godzilla's DNA and therefore regenerated uh, to, to a livable point. Uh, because, because honestly, I was shocked she survived. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, it's effectively like a miniature nuclear yeah. blast, or maybe an atomic blast, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that's also considered nuclear, but... Uh, I'm not an astrophysicist. Yes. Or a physicist. His fire breath? Definitely atomic. Atomic fire breath. Uh, nuclear. Um, and I think you mentioned her mutating into some character, and you wondered who. Well, no, no. Well, you you had you were speculating after the movie about yeah. that she might you were like I wonder if she'll turn into such and such character from the previous movie right. or something, and you were like I hope she doesn't. I think. Well, I think that that was how we got to this part of the conversation. But regardless, um, uh, it was brought up the possibility that she could become Biolente. Uh, which I don't remember the different eras of Godzilla films, but this would be the one after Godzilla 1985, Godzilla versus Biolente. But but I would hope that that's not what they're going towards. Probably something different or new. Um, I don't expect them to rehash that plot with Noriko. Well, you guys think we're coming up on, on time. We're coming up on about an, about an hour total, I think, if we include the first, uh, first segment. Which we um, should. Yeah. And, um, yeah, which, uh, apologies for the, or maybe not apologies, but. No apologies, <laughs> there's, none. There's kid, you are welcome. <laughs> there's kid noise in the first You segment. are welcome for all of the sounds. You are welcome. Yeah, we did an experiment trying to record during the day. And, uh, yeah, and did, failed. And you were welcome. <laughs> but thanks for sticking it out and sticking with us to the end of uh, this review of Godzilla Minus One. So yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out in theaters. Um, uh, there's a black and white version that's going to release, uh, limited release, uh, which I, I almost kind of want to, if, if I was going to go see it again, I would love to see it. That would be fun yeah. actually seeing it in black and white. Um, May I say? Yes. That. Two things. Mm-hmm. I would, after this conversation, that I was in lots of these dice belief, disbelief, but I would go say it. However, I am not going to 
Let me tell you why. I'm a very slow reader. And oh, yes. I would, I would lose Subtitles. my mind five minutes and be like, <laughs> oh, can you pause can, can pa it? Pause the movie. I can't read. What is I would be so a gonna, mess. You're going to wait for the dub Correct. Version. No, 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 no. I just, whenever it comes Will out. Will there be a dub version? No, whenever, no, whenever Probably. it does come out, I just need yeah. to pause it, you know, every 30 seconds and, and read the subtitles. So, because I want to hear their voices. I don't, yeah. I don't want dub version. That's well, no. I have lots yeah. of practice watching Japanese anime. I, 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 I don't. <laughs> I prefer I don't. hearing the actual actors' voices. Yeah. Too, like, and it matches up, obviously. Better. Yeah, and I want to, I want to, like, I hate miss- missing facial expressions, too. So it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I would, yeah. So, how long was the movie? About two hours. Yeah, it would take me yeah, four, just because it would do. I just, <laughs> oh yeah, I wanna, I wanna soak up all of like the Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, of. so if you got to watch it on streaming where you could pause it, would you watch it? Absolutely. Oh cool. yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Success. It has, it has substance. I'm mm-hmm. surprised. Yeah. We also set the bar really low with Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yeah, no, it it's it sounded it sounded really good and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and circling back around, I think we talked about this in the first segment. Um, forgive me if I've forgotten, but about what we would rate it. I don't know if you mentioned your rating, Will, but um, I gave it like my first gut instinct, and I think I'll stick with that. It was uh, four nerd hats out of five, which means this is a great movie. Um, it's not a masterpiece. It's, it's got some problems here or there, but but it's great. I, I really enjoyed it. It it hit me with the feels, you know, and all yeah. that. Um, and uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> It was my. I, I almost cried three times. <gasps> yeah. Wait. Which why a, didn't you? Which for a man. Ca- which for a man counts. Not even. Wait. Why did you? That's two you, more times than Ghostbusters Afterlife. Wait. Like, how come? How you can get close to crying three times, but not actually cry? Yes. Dang, man. Kids. It, it's was it the little kids or like which? Do you remember which parts? Um. Probably when I fought. Noriko died. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, because he like falls apart. Like Koichi is like agony when he finds out. Maybe when he was having his uh, war flashbacks of Odo Beach, and mm-hmm. uh, he was falling apart, and he was crying, and uh, Noriko was trying to comfort him, but he was like, "Am I really dead? Is this?" Oh yeah, this is just a dream. This is just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's some there's some deep stuff, some legit PTSD that he's going Mm -hmm. through, Um, and it, you know, it is very. There's a. It's like the emotion, of the actors like it's almost over the top, but somehow it doesn't, doesn't get there. You know, it's like it's like it's like it comes right up to that line, but it like. It, it works it worked it worked for me yeah like it's like because I've seen movies where like the actors are just all like like over the top emotional and it like takes me out of the movie and for some reason it just maybe it's because I've seen anime and things like um it worked it worked for me like um but yeah good good performances with this the music was so-so um it did they did bring in some of the the old themes from Godzilla yeah. which that was fun and yeah, um, I almost thought that the theme song the original Godzilla theme song was almost out of place in this film but yeah yeah the I will say that was maybe one, one of the weaknesses of the film the soundtrack was not like the the composing was not the greatest there were there were spots where it was a little clunky um but yeah, the cinematography was good. The special effects were, were very solid. Um, they did a good job. Because yeah, uh, even in even in broad day, even in broad daylight, like when they have the daylight scenes, yeah. like he still looked good. I thought like the character, which that takes a lot of work to, from what I understand, like to do a CGI character in yeah. the daylight. And I'm very glad to see Japanese Godzilla films finally move past the rubber suits. I mean, the rubber suits are <laughs> classic, but. He still it he's, really really helped. They definitely mimicked some of the the rubber suit walking movement because it was a little awkward. But I think yeah. they were trying to mimic the the feel of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. Dun dun dun. <laughs> but no, it was it was enjoyable. 
Um, it had, I guess it had some fun parts. I think where some of the, where it lightens up a little bit is the, the camaraderie of, of the four guys on the boat um, and their friendship as it develops. Like that's where it lightens up a little bit. Otherwise, it's, it's fairly heavy, but but yeah. But it's good. So yeah, four, four nerd hats out I of five for me. Too. So we agree. Four nerd hats out of five. And so. I'll, I'll try. No, I won't try. I will, I will see it when it's streaming. Okay. So I can so, pause it every 30 seconds. So, Laura. <laughs> yes. I think we forgot to tell you. Oh, no. After they kill Godzilla, that's when Koichi finds out that Noriko is still alive in the hospital. Oh, good. Yeah we, yeah, we we mentioned the black. I don't know if we made that. that. I don't know if we made that clear. You didn't, but that's yeah, okay. I don't think we did. I kind of, I kind of wondered. Oh, and that scene, I think I, I think I did. I came really close to crying in that scene. You guys, too. and you're close to crying. I just <laughs> that might have been one of the scenes. Yeah, I, I really. Oh yeah, because he because be he comes he comes with the baby or well she's three years. Yeah, three, he's not a baby yet. The toddler. He brings he brings the girl, and. Yeah, it just it, it hits you. Mm. It's like because he's so happy to see her. And yeah, oh. And one of the like, times I almost cried might have been when the little girl was drawing pictures of mommy and being like, "I miss mommy. Where is she?" And they were like, "She mm. went on a long business trip." <gasps> oh, that's depressing. Yeah, and this one, you know, because we have young kids like and daughters as well. Mm-hmm. This one, you know, it, th- that part of the definitely mm-hmm. grabbed me. Like, mm-hmm. with the little, little, just cute little Japanese girl and. Yeah, and the little drawings she did, and like he, he takes I think one of them with him when he goes. Yeah, he does. In the plane at the, at the, the final battle, and it's just like, oh, my heart. Anyway, yeah, excellent film. You know, we we both recommend it. Absolutely. All right, nerds. Well. Thanks for joining us for another episode. And our next one will drop two weeks from today, which I think is February 7th. Uh, right around there anyway. But yeah, two two Wednesdays from from today. And uh, next episode. And uh, actually, I have to pick the topic for that. Uh, I've not chosen that yet. So to, be, to, be, to be determined. Um, but no, pick something good. And uh, yeah, we may not continue the whole season with the like, hey, Will and I watch it, Laura. There might be a few times where there's some, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Well, oh. scheduling mishaps. Okay. Because Laura, Laura's had some ideas for things we should cover as well. I, I mean, I'm not that excited about them. I am more excited <laughs> about being disappointed, <laughs> and not going to the theater. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, we won this round, Laura. We you hardly. It had subtitles, so I can't oh, okay. see it in the theater. Never so, mind. Yeah. Partial win. Partial, partial win. win. Like she's she's going to see the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 We got half a point. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> see it for the human drama. That's right. Bum, bum, bum. All right. So, nerds, thanks for joining us. Until next time. Take off your nerd hats because this video is over. Ugh. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I said hats. I said hats. I, I know. I just can't get the other thing you said oh, out of yeah. my mind, like from two weeks ago. I'm kidding. I don't know if that's Rich, what Richard expected me to say, but uh, uh, there you go. You're also welcome. <laughs> you are welcome, listeners. No, I, I was thinking we'd do our traditional, like, yeah, where Will says sayonara. I say live long and prosper, and then you're gonna have to come up with your own. I do. I was gonna little, change it. Little, little saying at the end. I'm just gonna change it every time. <laughs> that works too. Until next time. Well, well, I, I'm Japanese. <laughs> He's sci-fi. You should be like fantasy. Or what? What would Harry or, Potter say? No. Oh, there you go. Okay. Or, or, or just something artistic. Okay. Okay. Let's let's go ahead and say what we're gonna okay. say. Okay. Sayonara. Live long and prosper. Here's your pizza. What? <laughs> <laughs>
Let us know what you think of the new name, the new branding. Uh, the new logo is, is still coming out, so that, that will be released. We kind of got a placeholder. Actually, it's the original logo that I used back when this was just Irreverent Nerd Singular, and it was me by my lonesome. I didn't even have a co-host at that point, so it's kind of a, a callback to the old days of the podcast. And I am wearing a hat, so, you know, it works, right? <laughs> but no, there is one coming, don't worry. Uh, it's a work in progress, and yeah, looking forward to when that releases. On the social media, we have changed our Instagram handle. We are now at NerdHatPod. You can follow us there and let us know what you think of our posts, of course, as well as our episodes. You can still find us on Facebook under the old name, The Irreverent Nerds. We haven't changed that over just yet, uh, so you can follow us there, like us there. Uh, YouTube, the name has changed. You'll find the same old videos there, but the name is now Nerd Hat Entertainment on our YouTube channel. So, hit us up, follow us, like us, subscribe, all those good things. Uh, until next time, nerds, live long and prosper.